This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon. Welcome. It's nice to see sunshine for a change. We haven't had a lot of that lately, so it looks like it's going to be a nice Tuesday afternoon as the Lori and Julia show will do their best to be as productive as possible. I, I don't know if I could be any more productive. I already voted. <laughs> Good. Oh, yeah. I was like, in case he goes, oh, is that today? And I said, yes, that make today? that your next stop after the workout. Right. We got a St. Paul mayor. Well, both races. Both mayors. Both mayors mm-hmm. in both cities. I think it was St. Paul. It was school board and mayor. And right. it was the first time they had the ranked voting choices. So you vote for one, two, and three. One, two, three, four, five, six is what it was in St. Paul. Oh my god! So gosh. I was just filling in little, uh, little, little marks. I'm going okay. Why don't they just let you vote for the one you want? Well, you do. That's your first choice, right. and then you pick a second choice, and then a third choice. I don't know. I, I, I don't really know what the reason is for ranked. Right. Uh, voting mm-hmm. situation i didn't realize there were, there were that many ties that were really happening. right yeah so well maybe part of it is they don't want somebody winning with 35 percent of the vote so if they get their second choice becomes their first choice it seems to be a more popular oh, candidate I, see. I don't know it's just a just a thought huh. i don't know i just uh you know just went in there and just filled in the blanks and it was pretty busy i was surprised because oh, it was yeah. like 10 yeah you know so people are at work mm-hmm. and then my car, I discovered a crazy thing about my phone today. So I'm driving, and a radio show says, Hey, Google, who wrote Hanky oh, Panky? Sure. And my phone Picked answered me mm-hmm. before the radio gave me the answer. Wow. The person. It was like my I didn't even know my phone had Google. Well, no, it was Google activated that it would hear something on the radio, and then my Google gave me the answer yeah. to who wrote Ben Crenshaw, by the way, I think was the name. Well, it's similar with Alexa. If you're, yeah. if you're watching yeah. TV and somebody says, hey, Alexa, my Alexa right. will answer. Right. <laughs> hey, Alexa, play Paralyzed by Elvis Presley. <laughs> got it. <laughs> but I was got so, it. I never had that happen with my phone sitting in the seat right. next to me answering the question that a talk show host yeah. was wondering about out loud on the radio. And then I got the answer before I got the answer from the host. Because they're on the seven-second delay. Exactly. They're on the seven-second delay. Mine knows I will be voice texting. Yeah. And if the radio is on, it'll just pick up whatever else. Whatever is being said. Yeah, and then it's just like, oh, what did you send? I'm really not sure. Why is it Taco Bell Tuesday? Why is it Taco Bell Tuesday? (laughs) Darn it. What is today? November 7th. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It is. Well, those science museum um, Stranger Things sweatshirts are a big... People are wanting them. They um, The website crashed a little earlier today for the Science Museum, and it's all up and going, so you can order your... Donnie, didn't you order something? I did. I got in, as I was telling Colleen and Bradley, I waited till this afternoon and got in in about three minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Completed the transaction, got a sweatshirt for the daughter. 
for the daughter. Those are going to be a big Christmas gift. Yeah, I think so. I don't want one. I don't either. So, Donnie, this year, if you're going to buy us gifts. Hang on a second. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My list for you, too. Just take that off. Take that off the list. Oh, gosh. And then I tried to pay attention to this thing that they were uh, talking about this morning about the iPhone update that people are having to go in and correct because it's making your eyes be A's. I hate what I hate my iPhone right now. I can't think of one good you thing to say and about everybody it. else. And so it's some kind of a glitch in the update. Mm-hmm. So every time you type in an I, it makes it be an A. Mm. So then they were walking people through it on all the morning news shows. Mm-hmm. And I thought about like, should we play the audio? But you really need to see the show and tell. I think right. the Today Show and GMA posted a video of the 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 seven steps you have oh, to do I just hate to that. go in and correct so it that, makes you just want to go back to a flip phone and use your computer for all other things you know it's amazing because and yeah. then they did this whole story this morning on good morning america as well about how in when you download certain apps they're oh, already yeah. infected and people go into your phones and can take over everything Wasn't that something? it was a big scare i'm like finally i don't want anything on my phone anymore i just you know yeah. My goodness. Yeah, yeah, I know. They it is crazy. And then they had another report on the people who did get the iPhone, the new one. Is the, it 10? the ten. Yeah. Jason got it. Okay. Well, don't drop it, even though it says the the glass won't crack, because all kinds of people are taking that as a challenge and dropping their thousand dollar iPhone. Who would and ever the do glass that? is cracking. Yeah, I've I've heard about that. And so people Who would ever do that? Uh, I have Stupid no people. idea. <laughs> On purpose. And Who I would ever do I that? I feel like a lot of iPhone people don't ever put a rubber case on their phone. They take it. It's a point of pride to have a oh. cracked, smashed <laughs> iPhone. And I think uh, it's the most it's expensive the phone out there. Why wouldn't you just get one of those little rubber cases? Yeah. I got some good deals at TJ Maxx. They have some Kate Spade. I had cases. one of those. I, I just want a fluorescent one. You know, so the you big, can find it. Yeah, my sister lost hers in the snow. It's been snowing in Montana. She was out on a walk, and she said, "Thank God I had my fluorescent green one. I found it in the snow tracks." Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's kind of a good idea for finding your yeah. handbag or just in fluorescent. The dark. Yeah, sitting on your. I don't know. I, I'm an I, I'm an Android girl, and I'm an Android girl, I'm just and I go s- back home on a top. I'm just gonna <laughs> stick with it. I like it for my cell phone. Oh goodness gracious! Whoa. What, what else what, happened? What, what to the, going on? What else happened? <laughs> oh, um, what else has been happening the last twenty four? I think I've cleaned out almost every closet because I have time right now. Yeah, I had time this morning, and I'm just. Are you finding any treasures? Well, I found my boots that I thought I left at the ta- at the boot cobbler last year. They were hanging up very lovely from the tops. You know, hanging up in the closet. Like by a like clothespin? Yep. Found those. To keep I, them nice, and, nice straight and straight without getting them wrinkled. I know. Found those. Found a lot of pictures for you and I that we've been looking for. Our old pictures. Like of just red carpets? Or red carpet. Everything. Everything. I just have this whole pile of stuff I was going to bring in today. And also I found an old Lori Julia, Lori and Julia bumper sticker. Oh my gosh. Those pink decals. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a collectors it is well a woman sent me a letter here on august 21st (laughs) and i've left it out in my house 
with the bumper sticker. Because you knew you had one? I knew I've seen some somewhere in my home. And yeah. I've been looking since the end of August through different things. I found it in like a an old little memory book from you and I of ours. Yeah. Um, a box with junk in it yeah. that we meant to yes. look through. At some point. So You found good. one? I have two. two. I'm saving one for, you know, the collector's. The yes, collector's book. For the archives. Because you know how much everything... For the print, scrapbook, I'm sure we're going to put together. Princess Qatar went for $800,000. <laughs> Alori and Julia FM 107 <laughs> might go for... Buck 50? At <laughs> least. <laughs> at least, Donnie. Come on. All right. No respect. It says Drive Time Divas on it, too. Yes, it does. It does. Those are nice. It, it does. Um, all right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. And at 3.30 today, we're going to have Ben Passer... Uh, we're going to talk to him, and he is a junk food king on Instagram, and we read about him in the Star Tribune, and we're intrigued. So that's at 3.30. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday, the most productive day of the week. So uh, just when you think that the Harvey Weinstein revelations can't get any more just out there, now we have a report coming from Ronan Farrow being reported in The New Yorker about just what steps uh, Harvey took to keep this story from coming out and what he did to try and intimidate because he has known for a couple years that the heat has been ramping up and that people have been digging and digging and digging to get information. And basically he hired multiple intelligent agencies, including ex-Mossad, which is like Israeli CIA spies, To keep tabs on his accusers, including Rose McGowan, he had a woman befriend her and pretend to be somebody who was interested in other things. And also uh, intelligent agencies to try and suss out what exactly the journalists had so that then he could then combat this and silence everybody. It's unbelievable. Let's, uh, I think we've got the GMA, the GMA first. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. This morning, a new potentially damning report in the New Yorker detailing the extraordinary lengths movie mogul Harvey Weinstein allegedly took in an attempt to silence his accusers. In the article published Monday night, contributor Ronan Farrow alleges that Weinstein hired several of the world's largest private security agencies to gain, compile, and discredit information on his accusers before their allegations were made public. According to the article, two investigators from Blackcube, a company run by former Israeli intelligence, approached and became friendly with actress Rose McGowan, one disguising herself as a women's rights advocate, pressing McGowan for information under the guise of launching an initiative to combat female discrimination in the workplace. But according to Farrow, that woman is actually a former officer from the Israeli Defense Forces who had been recording her conversations without McGowan's knowledge and allegedly reporting her findings back to Weinstein's team. The article also provides an employee's account of the moments Weinstein learned that the allegations against him had gone public. A female former employee tells Farrow he was in a panic. He starts screaming, get so-and-so on the phone, and allegedly tells his employees to gather photos and emails showing ongoing contact between him and his accusers before he was fired, saying, send these to the board members. Look, I don't want to argue with you. You're upset. According to the article, Sopranos actress and fellow Weinstein accuser Annabella Shiora says she was also contacted by the alleged investigators, but says she found them to be suspicious, telling Farrow, it scared me because I knew what it meant to be threatened by Harvey. I was in fear of him finding me. McGowan said she felt paranoid, 
everyone lied to me all the time, and that for the last year, she felt like she lived inside a mirrored funhouse. According to the article, some of the investigation and payments and contracts went through Weinstein's attorneys, including David Boyce, who represented Al Gore in the 2000 presidential election dispute. Boyce says at the time it seemed a reasonable accommodation for a client, but it was not thought through, and that was my mistake. Oh, so that guy's in uh, some trouble. And how about that? The company's called Black Cube. It's like something out of a Mission Impossible. It is. It totally movie. is. And then it was interesting. Ronan Farrow was on Good Morning America, not on the Today Show, mm -hmm. and they had some good questions on him because this is his second, uh, you right. know, investigative piece on this Harvey Weinstein. Let's play the first one. We all have read the article, and you said the investigations began. The last fall, why then? Last fall, and it was a combination of factors, among them Rose McGowan tweeting, heavily implying that Harvey Weinstein was, in her words, my rapist. Mm. Whoa, so he, yeah. they, he reacts to that. He sets this all in motion. Yeah, kind of explosive allegations there, but anything illegal as far as you can see? So, you know, look, I'm an attorney, but not acting as an attorney. I'm a, I'm a reporter on this story, so I'm careful not to give legal advice. That said, you know, there are criminal offenses, intimidation, menacing, uh, that are linked to the way the women described their experience of this, that they were afraid for their physical safety mm. because this all emanated from a guy who had attacked them in the past. Mm -hmm. and, and Weinstein, a spokesman for Weinstein, he denied that he targeted any individuals at any time. So how do you respond to that? I mean, look, the body of reporting makes clear that the women have another story. The actual operatives involved in these operations have another story, and all of his lawyers have another story. It's a 5,300-word uh, story in the New Yorker. Oh, it huge. is, it is <laughs> unbelievable, and it explores the whole entire machine that Weinstein created in order to keep women silent and... In it, Ronan Farrow even said that he feared for his safety right. while researching and writing it. And he also had a story about David Carr from the New yep. York Times who, who passed away yeah. a few years and ago. And we had him on for the yep. night of the gun because David Carr had tried several times to write a story on yep. Harvey Weinstein. And he told, um, uh, I don't know if it was daughter, his daughter, or he told someone in that he felt that he was being um, tailed. Yeah. And because he had covered this story around Harvey, but without yeah. naming him. But mm -hmm. he he's in the story uh, with people on record saying David Carr's like, there's somebody following me. My phones are being tapped. Right. And he felt it was Harvey. So that's the kind so of a much local in connection. Intimidation. Um, here, let's play the next one where they bring up NBC. It appears that Weinstein had a real... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
MO here, and we know that news organizations going back to 2000, 2002, have been trying to write articles like this. So his efforts have worked in the past. There's even a quote in there from his private investigators, from one of these files that are among the hundreds of pages of documents that we looked at, um, saying that David Carr tried to write about this, this and that, you know, in Harvey Weinstein's view, he was able to successfully intimidate him into not writing about sexual assault allegations. Was there something that even surprised you in, re in reporting on this? I think the extent of this, Robin, I mean, this was a vast international campaign using high-level elite operatives, using fake identities, insinuating themselves into people's lives, using front companies as cover. I mean, this was elaborate, and, and this is an area that I think expensive is... Expensive, too. Yeah. Yeah. Expensive. Very expensive. We talk about the invoices on this, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and I think it's an area that's overdue for accountability, because this was all conducted in secrecy by very reputable law firms, and the women say that's just wrong. And he, he even said this was... When he was being um, reporting this story and he worked on it for 10 right. months, he was more afraid for his safety than he was the time that he was embedded in Afghanistan. Mm. Jeez. Isn't that unbelievable? I mean, it sounds like a movie. Well, it, it, there will be. That is to say. I, but, I mean, he really... And the fact that he acted he, like God. Yeah, and I the mean, fact that he had that spy go undercover to befriend Rose McGowan and say that she wants to talk about women's issues and he, reached her to, like yeah to be a women's right advocate to befriend, but at the same time spy. And then they made in all the reports they referred to Harvey wouldn't have his name to be called Agent X in case any of this ever came back on him. Let's just play the last Ronan Farrow. And you actually started to report this when you were working for NBC News, and, and they looked at the story, chose not to publish it. Did Harvey Weinstein get to them? You know, look, I, I think the, the story makes it clear that they were focusing on everyone trying to get word out about this. Could you have imagined, Ronan, when you broke the story, the ripple effect that it would have in this country, this movement, and across various industries? You know, the, what the women have done coming forward in this article and now far beyond, as yeah. you say, industry after industry is something I could have never fully anticipated. It's incredibly moving and it shows that this is an issue that has been under the surface for too long. It is a deep vein that has been opened up in a big way now and I hope it leads to more accountability. Well, stories like this often create more stories. I imagine you're getting a lot coming in over the transom. A lot coming in and some of it very, very troubling and some of it, I think, checking out. There you go. Mm -hmm. Transom. Did you I know, know George used an old word? He did. Trans I know. Yeah. He did. We don't see that. Rose no. McGowan tweeted, Ronan, your words will line the halls of justice. So He really? Wow. Yeah, wow. So we're going to see. I don't know what network is going to uh, snatch him up, but the NBC is crazy not to not to re-up with him mm -hmm. because he's, he's really good. All right, listen, we got to go. We'll be right back with the snack guy. My Talk 1071. Thanks for hanging out with us. So a couple weeks ago, the Star Tribune and the Variety had a had a story about a St. Paul fitness buff who turned his junk food obsession into a role as an Instagram influence. Snack master Ben Passer is with us. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Okay, so what is your, what's your Instagram handle? Snack seller, is that right? Yep, seller, C-E-L-L-A-R. All right, Ben, tell us how in the heck you just, how, how did this happen? Um, it's been a wild ride. I mean, I, I've always been interested, um, for years I've, I really enjoyed, um, fitness and working out and, you know, really generally trying to eat healthy. Um, and I, I, you know, I think I realized after a little while that I couldn't just, you know, do that. I needed some balance. I needed, um, to switch it up a little bit. And, um, I really kind of became attached to, 
um, junk food and snacks and, you know, really knowing um, all the newest stuff that was out there. Um, so I mean, were your friends going, Ben, is it true? Like, because Julia, every once in a while, random, she'll go, oh, the watermelon Oreos yeah, are here yeah. or whatever. Yep. Did your friends encourage this or did it just be, you're like, I'm just going to throw this out there on Instagram and see what happens? Yeah, it was um, kind of my own personal interest that I ran with. Um, I, I think initially my friends and family were like, really, you're you're doing this? Um <laughs> You're going to kind of review snack foods. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. just the the, re, the reviewing of it, but also, you know, the kind of shift in lifestyle a little bit. Um, or just you're you're going to eat sugar of instead of yeah. just work out and eat vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> and what's your day job? Um, I work at a clean energy um, nonprofit in okay. St. Paul. Um, I, I do energy policy and law there. Um, oh, sweet. So, you know, it was kind of a balance in, in that respect, too. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do a lot of writing. I do a lot of critical thinking there. And I think I needed... Something else to channel my energy um, still in a positive way. So mm-hmm. I really enjoy my job, but I just wanted to have some fun with my writing. And So and how many too. nights or how many days or like how often do you, you know, go to like stores? To well, what was your first thing? Yeah. When did you first yeah. say, I'm going to, this is kind of interesting. Yeah, um, it, it was, I guess, early last year, 2016. Um, I was just kind of curious what Oreos were out there. And, you know, I, I just like Googled. <laughs> New Oreos. And I, I found um, this really popular junk food review site called The Impulsive Buy. It's been around for maybe 15, 20 okay. years. Um, and uh, I started reading that. I started reading another blog called Junk Banter. Um, and I, I realized that this is actually a community. Um, and and um, <laughs> Colleen you know, and Bradley <laughs> are going to be bombed right now because yeah. they have Junk Food Fridays. That's a show before oh, yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Um, so the more I, I realized it, I was like, wow, this is actually really exciting. I, I'm really enjoying this. Um, so I initially applied to write for the impulsive buy. Um, oh, really? And, okay. Yeah, and so I I went through you know a round of um, kind of you know applications and interviews mm-hmm. with them, and I was cut right before um, the final selection, and that was kind of disheartening. But I was like, why not just go off on my own and do, do it? Do my own thing. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how it started. I ended up actually also I, I do occasional reviews for the impulsive buy now too, um, but snack seller is really my baby. You know, it was just kind of like and I'm going to do this. I'm going to run with it. Thousand- People following you on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, I mean, that's to, really amazing in like whatever a year. Yeah, no, it's and the Star Tribune article, um, you know, really helped. I think get Minnesotans excited about right, it. Um, right. I'm up to I think twenty eight thousand now wow, on Instagram. Cool. Um, so yeah, it's it's really been fun, and I think you know having that direct connection with people. Um, I, I mentioned in the article, but you know, connecting with people who are just as excited about snacks and junk food for a variety of reasons. It doesn't really matter. You know what your walk of life, but you're you're just excited and know what's out there. And, so and I think it. Oreo, Oreos, cookies, and sunflower seeds were like two of the early adapters in trying out. Oh, sure. yeah. sunflower yeah. seeds, I used to buy them, and then they just that was one of the first things that I saw go in dill pickle, salt and pepper, this and that. Sure, yeah, and, it's and, and then Oreos <laughs> started. You know they've been doing it, and now you see it with so many other brands right, right. that are really doing it big time. What was your very first product that you reviewed? The very first product I reviewed, um, it, I, if I can remember correctly, it was Edie's Rolo, I think Rolo ice cream. Um, it was oh, a really oh. kind of obscure first review. Um, I think it was just kind of what what I found at the time. Right. Um, and then, yeah, it just kind of went from there. I, I think I did um, over 100 reviews in the first year. Um, I don't know if I'm quite on the same pace yeah. this year, but... Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, really just keeping up with what's new, what's limited edition and trying to, you know, um, keep current. So folks know what's out there and what's good and maybe and what is not to spend junk, money on. Is junk sweet and salty? Do you consider junk yeah. food both the sweet and the salty? Yeah, categories? yeah. Okay. And I have to admit, I'm a little biased toward the sweet stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think it's also, you know, that's a lot of what 
is kind of cranking out limited edition yes. more often, I think. Um, so that's kind of where my, my bias might be. But um, yeah, I mean, Lay's is doing, um, they, they've got these flavor all-star chips right now. So it's they brought back some of their limited edition flavors from years past. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a flavor vote type of thing. And do you hear like- from companies when you review something and they they get a lot of, like you get a lot of action on it? Do they contact you? What happens? Occasionally, yeah. I mean, um, General Mills reached out to me after um, my Cinnamon Toast Crunch Bites review. Um, so that's like a frozen pastry um, uh-huh. That they put out over the summer, um, and they just reached out and thanked me for getting the word out about it. You know, reviewing it uh, honestly, I I personally didn't love them, yeah. Um, but I know a lot of people were excited about them, so I wanted to make sure to review it right away. And it was cool to hear from you know General Mills on social media. You know, hey, thanks thanks for getting the word out. Thanks for your review. Yeah. Okay, so you brought in today. I saw these on your Instagram account, which is at Snack Sellers C E L L. AR. Mm-hmm. Um, you brought in the peanut butter brittle M and M's in the holiday color of red and green. Yep. Lori, taste one. All right. <laughs> oh my god, that's really good. Is it good? Mm-hmm. Okay. I like those. They're they're pretty good. I, I like these. Yeah. I, so I saw them in the store, um, and just kind of from a quick glance, I assumed they were just peanut M and M's. I mean, the packaging is it's fun and wintry, right. um, but you think it's just peanut M and M's from the from the design. Um, I thought the peanut brittle was just a fun winter spin on it. Um, but then I bought them and tried them and I was like, oh, there's, there's more These here. are good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I, I definitely got, you know, a, a peanut brittle vibe mm-hmm. to them. So do you have to go to them. multiple stores? <laughs> so, I mean, do you, yeah. because not yep. everybody no. carries everything. Right. Um, yeah, my, my wife would say that I go to way more stores than <laughs> I ever should or anyone right? ever should. Um, but it's yeah, I mean it's this is it's part of the fun. It's yeah. You know, the so fun Cobb is, will have something different mm-hmm. from Target, from Hy-Vee, and from all Walmart, that. Yeah. from okay. everyone yeah. else. What about the Oreos that you brought in? What's the new flavor there? That's hot cocoa Oreos, <gasps> um, and those are brand new this winter. Um, it's been pretty chilly the past couple of days, mm-hmm. so I thought that might be a nice way to warm up with some hot I cocoa. Would, Oreos. That sounds good. Is it good? Do you like it? <laughs> I like them a lot. Um, you guys feel free to try them well, if you'd like. Will. But um, it's a uh, yeah. There's more of a marshmallow vibe to it. Um, so you really do get kind of that hot cocoa aspect. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, do yeah. you know what's in the secret Oreo for $10,000? Oh, my goodness. Um, I mean, I, I think if I share, I lose my shot no. at the oh, yeah. Are you going to try out for that? <laughs> Everyone should try out. It's $10,000, isn't it? I think it's 50 yeah. It's 50 yeah, it's, Oh, then you you do sweet, not give that away. Yeah. So are you into all the pumpkin stuff that, you know, all the different pumpkin flavors? Yeah, that's funny. I, I wasn't at first. When I started reviewing, I was like, what is with this? Why are people so crazy about pumpkin spice? And then it just kind of... It, my affinity for it grew as I reviewed them. Um, you know, you just kind of get What's used to What's one of your and, favorite pumpkin spice or pumpkin pie new items? Yeah. Um, so pumpkin spice Cheerios de- debuted last year and they came back this year. Um, that's oh, probably one I of my it. favorite pumpkin flavors. Um, Talenti Gelato has a really great yes. pumpkin pie ice cream. Oh, really? Um, it's really hard to find, um, but it's it's really good if you can get your hands on it. Um, those are probably the two that I would say if you're even if you're not a pumpkin fan, um, they're they're pretty like enjoyable. Yeah. Tell us about it in the Star Tribune. It said that you uh, got a Ben and Jerry's yeah. sponsorship. So yeah. did you go to Vermont? Did you what happened there? Yeah, it was um, that was a great experience. Um, I was invited um, out to Ben and Jerry's um, earlier this year. Um, it was late May, I think it was, um, and so it was myself and I think eleven other kind of influencers. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was one actually reporter from. Uh, the UK, who was doing a, a kind of larger piece on Ben and Jerry's and their their mission, um, but we actually got to go to Vermont. Um, we stayed um, in Burlington and got to meet with some of their executives. We had dinner with 
uh, their CEO. We had dinner with uh, Ben, ben of Ben right. and Jerry's. That's so cool. Um, yeah, and then we got to see you know some of the kind of inner workings of the company. So really talked to them about their mission. We took a factory tour, um, things like that. So it was a it was a really great experience. And I think for me, um, you know, I I'm I'm an objective reviewer. I'm not gonna you know just mm-hmm. because they did that. I'm not yeah. gonna give them all tens out of tens going forward. But it was great to see you know kind of what a company does and, and kind of who they are as people mm-hmm. and why they, you know, kind of reach out to people the way that they do. Um, and that was, you know, really the only time um, in my time, you know, doing Snack Cellar that a company's really engaged us in that way. So that we was gotta, a really we, we got to get you to 100,000 and Julia, what do we got to get our Instagram to? <laughs> I know, we do. Lori A-N-D Julia. There we go. There yeah. we go. Um, ben, I, I, you know, what's your favorite Ben & Jerry's fla- flavor? Um, personally, I, I'm a huge fan of Half-Baked. Oh, really? Um, I've been eating that one for years. See, it's, mine's Cherry Garcia. Okay. Can't that's, stop that's a it. Good one too. It's a classic. It, yeah. I can't stop Donnie it. Donnie likes that one too, yeah, Cherry, Cherry Garcia. Garcia oh, I cannot stop it. Yeah. I just love that one. It is so fun meeting you. Yeah, great to be and here. And what thank a, you for having me. And it's um, Snack Cellar mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yep. And then the uh, website is snackseller.com. Oh. I'm just, I'm so excited about the new, because I, I like to try out these, those hot cocoa Oreos sound so good. Mm-hmm. If you win the big prize, um, what are you going to do with your money? Oh, man. Uh... <laughs> you're going to take your wife on an amazing yes, trip. Let's yeah. do that. Yes, thank thank you. Without you. snack food. <laughs> you know, no snack food. No snack hunts for a year. Yep. No snack food for a year, because you said your freezer's all Oreo cookies. Yeah, yep. and do you like the frozen cookie, though? I love cookies frozen. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's more, for me, it's more that I can preserve the limited editions in case they don't come back or How long are you, like are you going to get sellers of, are you going to uh, get like storage spaces of freezers now to put I, all this limited edition food in? I'm going to say no, just so I don't go home to an angry wife. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's going to be like memorabilia. It's snack food memorabilia. Yeah. You're going to be she, selling the limited edition of the red velvet Oreos for a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> no, she, she puts up with a lot. So I'm, I'm going to say you know, a, a few packages of Oreos in the freezer is where I'm going to cut myself off. Oh, Ben, it's delightful <laughs> to meet you, and I'm no glad kidding. Amy Blanchett wrote this story yeah, about you definitely. so we could find out about you and follow you on Instagram and keep up on the snacks so we don't have to. We can just yes. follow you. <laughs> this anyway. is so fun. Um, thank you so much. Uh, we really appreciate it when we come back. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, ben, known as a snack seller on Instagram, left us the hot cocoa Oreos, which we'll be checking out, and the M&M peanut brittle. We are to say hi to his mother-in-law, Becky. Becky McGarvey. Hi, Becky. Hello. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Ben was really darling. I love that he uh, said in this article in the Star Tribune, snacks are having a moment. Oh, snacks have, have had ever... a moment my whole life. But I mean, it is kind of amazing how they put out the special, like Casey has gotten hooked and I think it must be permanently now part of the Cheez-It family. Which They one? used to be hard to find the extra toasty. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Cheez-It when they first family, came it's out. unbelievable. Like Tristan's, Trisca, everyone has 17,000 flavors. Yeah, the Triscuits mm-hmm. really, really Rose do. Rosemary and olive oil, light salt, low salt, extra yeah. crunchy, extra large, tabletop, yeah. size mm-hmm. top, small top, back top. Yeah. They, they really, I can't find garden garden herb Vegetable? anymore. 
the gardener. The gardener Triscuits? Yeah. Can't find them did, anymore. Now we're going down this path. I want to know, did the rye crisps ever come back? No, they didn't. I'm that continuing is to loss, munch on my wasa crackers. Which are, taste like cardboard. I know, but I like them. They're good. They're, mm-hmm. they're you know, but they don't, uh, nothing like a seasoned oh, rye crisps. Oh, the seasoned oh, yeah. rye crisps. Doesn't it stink when you find something you really, really like, and then the store says, I'm sorry, we don't carry that anymore. Yeah. Well, there's so many options Well, it's like right those now. popcorn, the rice cakes, the, all oh. the flavors of the rice cakes. Yeah. I never really was a rice cake girl. We tried we, I in tried. an effort to stop eating dots I here. remember I'd <laughs> buy them and I'd put water on them and then pour salt on trying to get some flavor. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. There's got to be flavor <laughs> yeah. in this. Gosh. Yeah, it's like matzo. I never liked <laughs> yeah. Dot's foray into the tropical. No. But I always thought Dot's should maybe do like um, soda flavors, like... Coca-Cola, pe- Diet Root Pepsi, beer, orange Dr. Crush, Pepper, grape, it's not a bad strawberry. Idea. It's not a bad idea. Not a bit, but dots, not they just idea. did the tropical, and then. Mm-hmm. But you, how can you beat a regular dot box? Really, they're but so there's good. there's ways. I know there's ways. Okay, so Donnie posted this. I watched. It. I don't know if you got a chance to. So this was a pilot from. 2006, and thank goodness, Julia, that it was not sold, and Justin Hartley continued to be on The Young and the Restless, or whatever his soap was. It was a pilot starring Justin Hartley as Aquaman, Lou Diamond Phillips, and Ving... uh, Rames. Rames, excuse Mm -hmm. me, and it is so bad, but Justin (laughs) Hartley with his blonde, highlighted hair, swimming with the fish... Is entertaining and cringeworthy, but he is so pretty to look at. He's a pretty boy, isn't he? He, he is, is a so, pretty And my mom boy. said, and because she saw Bad Mom's Christmas. Oh, my friend loved it. And he's in it. And oh. yeah, my mom loved it too. And she said, he's very flexible. She said, I said, he is? And she says, yes, he went to a salon and he put his legs back by his ears. And then he had things waxed. I didn't know that could happen. I said, oh yeah, it's the back sack and the wax the back crack crack and sack wax yes correct she goes well he puts his legs back and they go all the way to his ears there's no way yeah (laughs) to his ears yeah my mom used to be able to put her ankles behind her ears that was her party trick Mm -hmm. wow yeah With her pants on. I'm yes, just, she I did? So. Okay, well, yeah. this is so, <laughs> so good, good to hear. But she said he's in a thing, and she said they were laughing so hard, but no shirt, and she just said, oh, my gosh. She said, I wanted to press pause, rewind, but I was at, I was in a dream lounger at the movie theater. I was in a dream lounger. lounger. Okay, that's so funny. So, anyway, if you want to see it, it was... It, Are you all caught up on This Is Us because it was yes. on? Yes. Okay, and you're still loving it, loving it. I, I do. I, I enjoy that show very much. I've been chastised by Jason Why? about Dynasty. Boy, but did he yet, ever. But really? yet, <laughs> yet he watches it. 
Did he say he watches it? Well, he was able to, you know, we laughed about Sammy Joe being a guy mm-hmm. and we agreed on the miscasting of, of Crystal yes. or whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but he and I said, but what about the good music and how good Fallon is and the steamy situations? And he certainly knew a lot for a show he doesn't watch. Sure. You know, I my don't... I watched my show came back and I just wish people would watch it. Blind spot. Oh, did it come back? Oh gosh, it's. I watched both of them last night. I actually took out a puzzle. Yeah, I I've something ne- I, I never, never do at my house. Show. I never got into that show. Oh, I love it. Well, it's I good CIA stuff, and I, it's good. You I know? think it stays in the top twenty. I hope so, but it's on a Friday night. I mean, the kiss oh, of moved. death. Yeah, it is. Um, it's like my ten days in the valley. The curious. I quit watching they, that. They moved it to moved Saturday. It right? to Saturday. Yeah, it's done. So, but Outlander made it on a Saturday. That's but it's Showtime. It's oh, stars. It's, yeah, that's you can't compare. Mm-mm. No. It's the network stuff when yeah. it moves to Friday or Saturdays. The kiss of death. Kiss good day goodbye. Uh, like Thursday, like Thursday night football is the kiss of death. No one's watching that anymore. Which it's because too the much teams football. stink. Huh? The matchups stink. They're always it, lousy teams. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's part of the problem. There's too much football. Sunday night, two Monday night games, one Thursday night game. They're oversaturating yeah. uh, the market. Is, is what that what's happening, Lori? Yeah, it's is. just over, over, over. Um, okay, so Melissa Rivers sat down with Larry King because that show is still on Larry King now. It's on, I forget what channel. I, I do too. You can find it. God, though. I used I love, to love the Larry King. Well, we can still watch it because it's on. Uh, yeah. We can we can see it. But she sat down with him and he brought up Kathy Griffin. Yep. And we just talked about that last week. And King Larry King asked Melissa about Kathy Griffin leaving uh, fashion police did that end badly and uh and she said there was a lot of moving p- pieces and i just like to say it wasn't a good fit so well she at the time though Lori, she said um that she felt really um no this that's what she said about kathy griffin leaving the show that it was a lot of moving fa- pieces and it wasn't a good fit about her and but at the time she said she felt like she had pooped on her mom's dynasty oh that was the quote at the time this is her a couple years later saying it now um she finds it still there she finds it sad and troubling that she's so unhappy kathy griffin yeah yeah yeah. because regardless of what went on between us with fashion police you don't want to see anybody so unhappy and that's my mother coming out in me you just don't want to see anybody that unhappy and that to me is what's so sad about what's going on with kathy um so it feels like isn't that that's interesting because you know she knows um some other people that are adding to that you know like, I bet she knows Andy Cohen. Oh, yeah, I yeah. bet she knows um, uh, Anderson Cooper. So when she says that she's so unhappy, I mean, that's there's some truth there. Yeah, there because is. Because she's truth. been lashing out and doing some different things. I feel bad. I liked... Kathy Griffin was so... Is so funny. She really is. Larry King now is on Hulu. 